Hey everybody, this is RJ Thompson joining you again for the City View podcast. Uh, I'm sitting down with Rob Polowitz from Palo Creative. Um, and we're sitting here in the, the Williamson Business of College at the Do Yo Live conference, uh, which uh, Rob's uh, organization has um, proudly sponsored, yeah. to put words in your mouth. Um, and uh, we'll just ha- we're just going to have a little brief talk about marketing in the Valley. And uh, Rob, why don't you say a few words to our, our kind listeners? Hi, this is Rob Palowitz with Palo Creative, and uh, we appreciate the involvement we have with uh, the Duyo uh, program, and hopefully that's going to be something the start of something big, you know, for Youngstown, because we want <laughs> Youngstown to keep on growing, uh, taking and, and accepting, you know, new technologies as they have with the incubator, um, with the things with the uh, additive um, printing and, and the 3D printing they have going on, and um, uh, just some of the companies that are coming and, and relocating here uh, and utilizing the, the incubator itself. So we, we want to be a part of that. Um, you know, being from the area here and wanting to keep in, investing in the area, we want to bring more business uh, to the area, and then also take you know us uh, local entrepreneur, you know, business owners, um, and help support them so they can continue to grow. Um, and it's a win-win for everyone. We can create create jobs. We can keep you know keep our uh, our, our our kids graduating from school, uh, you know, here locally when they think that they can't be here locally. And I think that makes a lot of you know, parents proud and also happy to keep their kids around, um, providing you're not 35, still living with your parents. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, so I think, uh, you know, things like this, when you're trying to think outside the box and bring something that might be mainstream uh, to other larger cities, and we try and bring it home here to Youngstown, that it's, uh, it's something that, that can create a nice tidal wave of other people, other adopters, other people, you know, being involved and, and getting immersed in, in learning um, more, more things that exist outside our Mahoning Valley. You know, that's actually one thing. So first off, uh, and I'm sure you felt this, Rob, uh, just kind of the, the spirit of the event, there's this, resound, there's this resonance of support. Um, like everyone's loving this event and this is the first time we've done it here and I'm on the planning committee and one of the things that I think reverberated with all of us was that Youngstown has never had a marketing conference like this or even a marketing conference of such substance and uh, there's no reason why we can't do it here we don't have to do this in Cleveland or Pittsburgh we can do it here and it can have such tremendous value uh, especially to uh, to the to the local, uh, you know, creative industries, <clears throat> um, and uh, we just finished with lunch, everyone. So, uh, so you know, we might stumble over some words because we haven't had enough coffee to wash down the the food that we had at V two, but um, you know, access is really the point I was going to say. I think um, a lot of people appreciate the access to this event and how it's going to transform their businesses. And even at lunch, people were saying, like, this is awesome. Definitely be here next year. Um, beyond being a, a, a sponsor, uh, have you had a chance? Are you doing a presentation, or did you do a presentation? We were just, we were just I was on the panel. I have uh, my uh, digital director, Jim Kamara, doing a, a presentation on uh, search engine optimization and uh, spider crawling and all that stuff. So he'll get he's he he loves that stuff. Loves talking, you know that the technical, yeah. uh, analytical stuff, and he's perfect for it. So he's going to be doing that presentation. 
So what kind of value would that have to, you know, the regular small business here um, in, in the city or even the valley in general? Well, I mean, I, I think just the, uh, the additional knowledge to hear it um, verbatim, you know, with someone in, in front of you is different than, you know, going on Google and doing a search and reading or watching a video or something of someone you don't know. When it's someone you can physically touch that's, you know, tangible, you know, thing in front of you, um, it, it adds that additional personal touch that you can, you know, then go and ask questions and know, you know, uh, you're going to get the information that you're looking for. So I, th- I think to you know, small business owners, um, it's been something with, you know, with digital marketing, we're trying to we're trying to take the acronyms and define them better, you know, for people, because. You know, to be honest with you, a lot of people we're meeting with, they, they kind of just glaze over a little bit. They're confusing. It's very confusing, and, and it's even hard to try and not lose them when you're trying to explain it even. So trying to keep it short, keep it understandable, don't go too deep into the weeds, you know, d- with details, and uh, keep it a little more layman so uh, it's easier to grasp and understand. And, you know, that just supports everyone else that, you know, is also here to support and grow and uh, promote digital marketing when you try and keep it a little more i don't want to say you know i don't want to dumb it down to where it's like simplistic because it's a very complicated uh could be a complicated uh feat to to get into digital marketing but we want to make it simple so people aren't intimidated and and those acronyms are intimidating you know and this event is great for folks to learn about what those acronyms truly mean, not just in theory, but in practice, as opposed to learning about them for the first time in, say, a proposal or a pitch meeting or something like that. Um, and one of the things that I really appreciate about all of the speakers and all of the sponsors is that uh, they understand that this is an event where we're trying to enrich everyone on the business level. You know, uh, even at lunch, I met a woman who r- runs a, a sandwich shop in Boardman. Like, you know, how's an app? for example, going to benefit her business. You know, she doesn't know that, but we've made this access point available to folks like her, and uh, it's it's going to transform her thinking and hopefully transform her business. Um, I've long been um, critical of access that small businesses, nonprofits, startups have to creative agencies like yours or or even my student-run program, DesignWorks. Um, that's why I created it, because we found that um, some people need our help, our mutual help, but they don't, they don't even know what to ask for. They don't even know how to approach it. And uh, that barrier for entry, once it's lowered, it, it's going to enrich their business. And plus, you're going to be able to do a lot of good work for those particular clients. And, right. you know, with that preface being said... Um, do you have a whole range of clients that you work with from startups to fortune 500s or what's that look like? Yeah. Well, when I first started, I mean, when I first started freelancing, it was definitely, you know, smaller mom, pot type operations. And, and I'm a people person, so I want to help people. I mean, that was always paramount for me is, you know, I want to have a good reputation. I want to, you know, be someone that you can count on. Um, I want to be a partner with someone in essence to, to help promote their business. So their business, is, uh, when it succeeds, you know, I'll succeed with, with myself and or my team. Um, and back then it was myself. So, um, but so we started there and, you know, um, the way it is with business, you know, obviously you got to, you know, you have to make money to, to, to pay people and pay the bills, you know, so we've, we've 
kind of gravitated to probably the last five years, and uh, the the, model, the business model has definitely gone into more Fortune 500 to medium, you know, probably down to medium-sized companies. But we still do have some smaller companies that we deal with. So, um, it, you know, it, it's hard for me, especially being a people person and wanting to help people that – uh, that I don't want to, you know, that I can't take every client, you know, unfortunately, I just cannot take every client. Um, because we do, you know, we're fortunate to have two, you know, with going on 17 years of being in business, a lot of people come to us, you know, for looking for work. And, uh, and that makes me, you know, I'm very humble with that, because that means that we're doing something right. And, the, you know, our reputation is, is good. And, and, you know, people are, are pleased to, to deal with us. And speaks to the character of your group. Correct. Correct. I mean, that's, you know, for me, that's what I always wanted to be the, the mantra for us is, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated. And that's what I try to do. And, and uh, we keep it light. We have fun. But, you know, but we're serious, too. And we get work done. And, you know, because when you're dealing with someone's business, it could be their last ditch effort to try and make it work. You know what I mean? So we want to we want to make sure we're, we're performing for them. And, uh, you know, when we're dealing with larger companies, it's a little easier for them to understand. You know, knowing they have a budget behind them, you know, they don't, they're not on a hook for it per se, you know, the, the, the big company is. So it's a little easier to be, uh, you know, uh, I guess not, not risky, but a little more aggressive in the sense of going outside the box. And, right. uh, and that's what we found, uh, you know, working with some, some larger clients uh, out of the area that we try to go outside the box because they, they give us the latitude to yeah. do so. Um, and whereas we may be a little more conservative with, with someone that's, you know, localized and, and, you know, just a little more cautious for them. That's all because, you know, we know it's very important. Well, you know, you have to, as an agency owner, you have a lot of things you have to manage on a quantitative and qualitative level. Um, you know, you need to manage the, the quality of your creative, you know, and, and you said it best. Some of the larger clients permit you more creative freedom. The, the smaller clients may not, and that brings into the equation you have to be a fiscal manager. You know, you have to be very sensitive to uh, how much creative can cost, regardless of its quality. Right. Um, and, you know, one thing you had said that really resonates with me is, you know, uh, you, you want to work with everyone, and I'm paraphrasing, you want to work with everyone, but you can't. And um, when I ran my agency, that was very much my mentality. I went after everything that came across my plate. And after a few years, I realized, you know, I need to stop doing that because not all things are going to work out. And even if all things did work out, it doesn't mean the quality of the work I was capable of producing would be consistently good right. and true to knowing what I'm capable of or what my employees were capable of. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, with that being said, and this is maybe a broader, a broader question, but um, where do you see digital marketing, advertising, design going, or how do you see it transforming the Valley in the next five, 10 years? Um, what I see is, is us starting to adapt and accept more of the digital new means and new media uh, to market business. But, you know, you still can't ignore, you know, the, the folks that respond and are in the uh, the traditional world, you know. Um, that still applies. Um, I, I mean, at some point then when there's no more, you know, when the next generation of, and the baby boomers are all gone, yeah, it's going to be a different playing field then. You know, maybe, you know, uh, I, I don't know. You start seeing, 
you know, I was going to say you're, you're going to see all digital, but I, I just, it's going to be hard to believe that being history always repeats itself. I see I have a 15 year old daughter and, you know, she loves going and getting vinyls and, and playing them on a record player. So, you know, th- there's something to be said, you know, we were, as a dad, you got to feel proud about that, right? It's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's yeah, pretty cool. And then awesome. I was with some guys, we were playing a, a station on Pandora that was 60s, 70s and 80s, you know, and, and the one guy I was with, uh, he said, his daughter, same thing with the vinyls and everything, and she was saying their music, you know, and she was, she's like, uh, I think she's in college. She's maybe a sophomore, junior in college, and she said, our music sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Her generational of music, right. it sucks, and she loves yeah. listening to the old stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because there was just more, you know, character, you yeah. know, behind that, that yeah. music. So, uh, you know, who's to say it'll be? I, I can't really predict that, but I think our trend being we're late adopters here, um, that as we're as we're getting into digital and doing more digital marketing and, and content marketing and those sorts of things, it's going to be already changing elsewhere. You know, that's just the way it is, the way technology works. But, I mean, I, it, it's as easy as, you know what, update your website. You know, I mean, you don't have to do, you know, SEO, SEM, you know, SMM, you, you know, the acronyms I threw out there, all digital marketing stuff. Um, just simply interacting with your customers, building a database of, yeah. of, of customers and um, and updating your website would be you know some initial things you can start with. At the most basic level, yeah. that's what Google wants you to do. Just update your damn website. Yeah, because, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they're starting to penalize people that keep static websites. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't, if you if your site is not responsive, and what responsive means is when when you when you pull it up on any device, any browser, the website will adjust and and fit the screen. Um, there there was a, a for a little while there, maybe a, a year or two, there was talk about um, uh, mobile um, mobile uh, websites altogether. So we had people that had you know a, a static website over here, and then they were making a whole other mobile version, so it acted more like an app. Right. You know, so there was a small period where that. Well, now you're now you got to maintain two databases. Mm-hmm. You know, you update over here; it's not it's not integrating and, and right. communicating to the other website. Now you got to op- update it over there. So, you know, we 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 were kind of lucky. We didn't have too many clients coming to us that wanted to do a, a mobile specific website. I mean, despite I mean, I, I would love to take the work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it, you know, at the end of the day, we got to tell you know probably not a wise thing to do yeah, you know on a technical practical level yeah. yeah so and then you know lo and behold you know the whole responsive code comes into play and and you know again we're always going to design for the most forward-thinking browsers that are available now mm-hmm. you know we can't build a website that's going to work with windows 3 you know right. i mean it's just it's not it's just not sound it's you just can't do it right. um i mean we we <laughs> we come pretty close to making it work <laughs> that way but th- that technology is old Te- when technology is old it's just it's going to be incompatible. It's like anything else. A great example would be uh, they stopped producing VCRs in China. So the last VCR ever was made, uh, much to the great dismay of my father-in-law, <laughs> who has like years upon years of sitcoms recorded on VHS. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and, and for the context of the listeners, um, this entire um, conference is made up of people from all different walks of life, you know, owning a business for several years, uh, working for nonprofits, freelancers, students, and uh, startup companies. And um, one of the things that's been particularly exciting to me, and keep in mind, I've only, I started here in 2012. So my, my worldview on Youngstown is, you know, four years fresh. Um, why should um, a young 
entrepreneur invest in Youngstown? Well, that's a good question, uh, RJ. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to try and provide you an I throw answer. throw curveballs every yeah, now and then. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the main reason would be the uh, expense to start up a business is going to be way less expensive here than it would be in Cleveland or Pittsburgh, which is, you know, they're only an hour away from here. But, you know, our cost of living is low. Um, I think uh, there, there's plenty of people you can still find for the workforce that'll be, you know, that'll be good, hardworking people. You know, I think we're, there's a lot of salt of the earth type people here in this town. Um, you know, I know my parents, you know, who uh, instilled a lot of great things in, uh, into me, I feel. And, you know, I'm going to do the same thing with my kids. And, uh, uh, you know, so I think you have that. So a good talent pool, the expenses, the, you know, cost of living, um, the startup capital you can probably save. You know, even from the infrastructure side of things, if you need fiber, you know, uh, if you need, um, you know, accessibility, um, if you need equipment, I mean, I think it all it all equates to a, a low cost of startup. And if you're in the software or something, our, our incubator rocks, you know, and you can go down there with a great software idea and they'll have you with open arms. So there's not many you know, other places, you know, plus the, the resources we have here from the parks and the, the reservoirs and the woods and, mm -hmm. you know, but then you can shoot down an hour away and be in a city. And so I, to me, I love this area, the change of seasons, you know, we're having, a, you know, summer's been great, you know, so I think it's all relative to, it's not just one thing, it's just all the full picture is what is appealing, I would think, to anyone starting a business. And you're born and raised here? Yes, correct. So where would you be if you weren't here? Um, I was close to moving to Columbus um, before I got my first desktop publishing job. It was or what have you. So I was real close to moving, you know, in, in with a buddy in Columbus. That's probably where I'd be. And here you are still and 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 true to form. You've got you, you, you've grown your business. How many employees do you have? Uh, Fifteen. Are you biggest agency in town? I mean, um, personnel-wise, I think we may have it. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And uh, you know, I, I think with some of the top clients we're we're working with, I mean, you know, it's it's pretty strong for us, and and I'm I'm pretty blessed to be in that position. And but you know, again, like anything else, you know, you gotta you gotta keep on it. And uh, you know, I, I'd love to have you know 50 people you know working here because those are those are 50 individuals that didn't leave. Right. They, they they are able to stay here you know, with their families. I mean, I have people that have worked at, at big agencies that wanted to move back home. They were commuting and they just got fed up with it. All the wasted time, all the missed baseball games, you know, family means a lot to me. So, you know, I try to accommodate anytime I can my team because, you know, you got to have a, you got to have a happy home and a happy home life in order to have a good work life. You got to keep your people happy. Absolutely. You want the creative to be happy. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're a little temperamental. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, you're dealing with artists. So, right. well, uh, thank you for your time, Rob. I really appreciate it. And thanks again for sponsoring uh, Do Yo Live. And thank you, RJ. Appreciate the time and keep up the work. Will do.